0: Welcome everybody to Walking with the Savior podcast. I'm John Kirkman, your host, one of my all-time favorite people, Heather Johns. Heather, hello, how are you? Good, happy to be here. Tell us, Heather, I know you're a wife and a mother, but what are some things you like to do? I love to go
1: running and mountain biking, and I love hiking, I love outdoors, mountains.
0: They call my name all the time. Heather and I both live in Utah, and I met Heather a little over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, teaching. We're both seminary teachers for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. But we also want you to know that no matter what your Christian beliefs are, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, I want to hear your story. And I want to celebrate your story and your walk with Jesus. And I hope every Christian religion feels invited and welcome and warm and join our little fireside chat today. So I like to think we're just sitting around a campfire with a bunch of friends talking about the Savior, Jesus Christ. I love talking to people about their journey and walk with Him. One of my people that radiate Jesus is Heather John. So I invited her on today. Heather, can you just give us a sense of feel like uh, when did you fall in love with the Savior and when did He come to radiate so powerfully in your life?
1: I started with my mom. My mom was, Mm. has a terminal illness my whole life and she was always sick, but her faith in Jesus Christ was just in everything she did. And even when, before she was gonna pass away and I asked her, are you afraid to die? And she just looked at me and she said, no, because I am going in the arms of Jesus. And he always takes care of me and my kids. And she just taught me that faith in him. And I believed her and I knew that Jesus took care of me, even when my mom, if she's gone, I've got him and that's all I need.
0: Wow, that's such a beautiful story. At what age was this? Are we talking?
1: I was 23 at the time, but she had taught me even when I was younger that it's okay that I'm sick because Jesus helps me every day. And she hardly ever complained about being sick because all she did was just talk about Jesus to us and just tell us how he helped her. And I wanted that in my life too.
0: Wow, that's just so beautiful. So as you believed your mom and you grew, what are some things you did to get that same glow That your mom had for you? Because I see that glow. It just, Heather Johns just loves people. She just cares about people. She serves people and she prays for people all the time. So I'm just like, where did, so you started with your mom. How did that journey continue for you?
1: Well, even when I look back on my life, I wanted to, I wanted that like my mom. But I lived the first half of my life trying to prove to Jesus that I was like his disciple. Right, I'm like, I can do this. I got this. I'm a really independent person because my mom was sick a lot. And so I just had to step up and take care of my family and myself and go to college and do all those things. And then I realized when something really hard in my life happened that I am truly nothing without him. Mm. And that is really when I came to know Jesus. When I realized I couldn't do it on my own, that I don't have anything without him. And then I prayed and I started studying about him. And in my scriptures, I found a savior who I cannot, I am nothing without him. And he wanted my, he wanted me, he wanted my heart. And I needed to learn how to give it to him.
0: What did you? And I've been working on it every day. (laughs) I'm still working on it. Amen, sister. Yeah, man, we're just beginners trying to figure this out, aren't we, Heather? It's so true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I try every day to just give it to Him. Give it. Here's me. I'll just give you me.
0: That's all I have. Yeah. (laughs) So tell me about that giving your heart to the Savior. Tell me about that. What have you learned about that? It started as a challenge,
1: actually. think it was about like five or six years ago, a leader that I worked with when I was going through something really hard, challenged me to just change the shape of my day. And then it would change the rest of my life. And she just challenged me to get up and just pray, Heavenly Father, I want to be your hands. I want to be your voice. I want to be I'm willing to just set aside my time and just be whatever you need me to be today. And sometimes it would be simple things like your daughter's struggling. Go write her a letter or make a sandwich for your husband or just go take a meal to this family or go visit this person. Mm -hmm. And I would just try to keep my heart and my hands wide open all day long. And I try to do this every day, and I'm not perfect at it. And there's days where I'm sick or days that it's stressful, and and I forget. And then I'm like, no, down on my knees. I'm giving myself to him. This is his day, not mine. <laughs> and I've really tried to live my life like that, and it has changed my
0: life. Mm. I'm just in awe. That's such a beautiful attitude and way of going about life, it just radiates beauty. You said it really has changed your life. Other examples come to mind where you really were able to be an instrument in his hands for the day?
1: I think about my sister who was going through a really hard divorce. And there were times where Christ just told me to call her or hop in your car, go visit her, go get her groceries, go, he would just tell me all these things to do for her. And I look back at that time, we must have talked every day during that really hard time for a year. And now my sister, I don't know, she loves Christ like me, and she is just doing amazing but it takes just going through hard things with people, sitting with them, helping them, crying with them. I think one of my favorite scriptures, do you care if I share a scripture?
0: Amen, sister. You share scripture.
1: Oh, <laughs> God, I share this scripture. This is my favorite scripture. This is actually my family scripture that we memorize and say a lot. It's, most, it's found in Mosiah. It's verse 9 and 10. And this is when Mormon is just bringing people into the waters of baptism. And this is the covenant. I have made a promise to God that I would do this. And this is it. Yea, and are willing to mourn with those that mourn. Yea, and comfort those that stand in need of comfort. And to stand as a witness of God at all times and in all things and in all places. That ye may be in even until death, that ye may be redeemed of God and be numbered with those of the first resurrection, that ye may have eternal life. And he's, and 10, I just have to read 10 too. Sure. Now I say unto you, if this be the desire of your hearts, and you can put anything in here, it doesn't have to be baptism. I put in a lot of things, but it's whatever God, His will, says. What have ye against being baptized, or just to do his will in the name of the Lord, as a witness before him that ye have entered into a covenant with him, that ye will serve him and keep his commandments, that he may pour out his spirit more abundantly upon you? And it reminds me of a scripture that's found in Luke 14:33 that says, "So likewise whosoever be of you that forsaketh." not all that he had. He cannot be my disciple. And I just feel like absolutely nothing matters unless we take the Holy Spirit as our guide. And and that is when we can comfort those that need comfort or mourn with those that mourn, that need mourning with, that I can really stand as that witness of him at all times and in all things and in all places. I just want to live in His Spirit. And that is my ultimate desire. if that means giving up things to be able to live so the Spirit can be with me always, I'm going to do it.
0: Well, I think what I hear you saying is, in one way, you're really committed to living like Jesus. And Jesus went about comforting people. And he didn't care their race, their nationality. He just wanted to comfort people and be with people and help people and love people. And that is you. And it's just radiating. And it's so powerful. How do you keep doing that, Heather, when you are just, the world has such a strong pull and such an attraction to the things of the world that draws away, whether it be vacations and trips, not that we can't take those, but how do you keep that attitude and that approach and that connection with the Savior?
1: Honestly, I've thought about this a lot because my family and I did go on a trip and it was a fun trip. And we, I don't know, even when we went on the trip though, there was something that happened where I felt like I had left God at home Mm. and I needed him right Mm. then. And and I'm like, wait, can I call on God right now? Even though I haven't been, I'm not in my scriptures because I'm at the beach or playing with my family. And the Spirit just said, yes, you can call on Him anytime. But ever since then, I'm like, I just have to take Him with me wherever I go. I can't. I just for at home. Oh, that's so beautiful. And so I just thought, when I'm when wherever I am, I want to start my day with Him. Doesn't matter. If I'm sick, I want my first thoughts, or if I'm having a bad day, that's when I probably I turn to Him the most, or even every day, even on the best days, I want to be filled with gratitude. I just want to start my day with Him, and it'll shape my day and then shape the rest of my life, right?
0: <laughs> I wonder if you could walk us through a little bit about what does starting your day with Jesus look like? I think that would be so beneficial to so many people to transform lives. If we could go from, I'm sure there's a lot of people, or we start with the news in the morning. We pick up our cell phone and, oh, what's my feed? Or what's my text? Or what's the news got? And to change that, set it aside, say, I'm going to start my morning with Jesus. Tell us what your routine looks like, and maybe we can all glean something from it.
1: It hasn't always been this way. Like I have a little card on my even nightstand. It's 6 a.m., date with god i have a date with god like i can't miss it it's like my appointment like you wouldn't miss an important doctor's appointment right or dentist appointment i'm like i can't miss my appointment my date with god i can't i would never miss it and even if i have something going on i try to wake up at least 45 minutes to an hour earlier so that i can spend some time with him before my day starts And sometimes it's five o'clock, sometimes it's six o'clock. And at first, it was so hard for me to get into that routine and make that part of my life. Because sleep, I was just wake up so tired. And I found that if I get up and stretch, do a couple of yoga poses, then I'm good to go with God. And then I just pray. And I pray to ask him to be with me that day. And it's just me and him. Like, he... We got this day together, and I'm going to be there for you, so tell me what you'd have me do, right? Just let me be your hands, your voice, your wherever you need me. And then I just study my scriptures, and I just start my day, and I tend to write down things that he tells me to do, and that helps me just start my day. Sense. No. Okay. I don't know. Bless my students. Tell me everything. Everything I need to do. Look for this student. He'll put a student in my head that I need to talk to or have a conversation with. So I am I'm a, I'm a seminary teacher, or he'll just put someone in my mind that I need to go visit after teaching, or I don't know. He just tells me the things I need to do that day, and I just keep asking, "Is there more?" Sometimes I ask, "Is there more?" Because you can't just stop at one thing, and I just I write it down so I don't forget things that he tells me and the things he teaches me in my scriptures too. So I have revelation to do and revelation to learn.
0: I'm just trying to picture this. Okay. So what I'm hearing you say is you get up, maybe do some stretches and then get into your, your prayer and then your scripture study and you're having some sort of a journal. Yep. Where you're, do you have two different ones? Do you have a small one that you're carrying with your to do list from God or how? So I have journals
1: everywhere, John. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Because I receive revelation in the car sometimes when I'm talking to him. Like I just have revelation journals, what I call them. Okay. And I do have a notepad though when he tells me things to do. And I just take my notepad. With me wherever I go. Usually I just to it in my little pocket in my purse, but I keep journal, a journal by my bedstand because he I just wanted my hands and heart wide open with whatever he's gonna teach me or tell me what to do so that I can be his instrument or his daughter, his disciple, right? Yeah, his follower. Uh, I can so, yeah. just if I could just bring one person closer to him each day. That is my greatest desire of my heart.
0: Oh, you do it too. You do it just by your interactions because you radiate that love. Okay. I could imagine somebody thinking to themselves, how is this woman hearing God or Jesus speak to her? Just <laughs> teach, teach, teach us a little bit about it. Because I'm fascinated by this, Heather. You're changing my life. I'm going to change my prayers because of Heather Johns. I just want you to kn- uh, know that. I want to know how serious. you pray, too, because maybe I'm not doing it all right. No, I'm like, man, this is, I got to up my game. I want to man. learn more. I gotta, there's always room for improvement. So I'll tell you how How do you I hear care. these revelations throughout the day? You know what I mean? Yes. Tell me what's, just your thoughts about it.
1: I think the key to hearing is just to having a continuing discussion with the Lord all day long. Mm-hmm. It's not just one prayer in the morning. Like I talk to him in the car. I talk to him in my closet, even wherever I'm going or whatever I'm doing. I'm always like, just, Holy Father, what's next? And then, mm-hmm. and. I don't know. I, it's just like a continuing. And then I just get thoughts, ideas that I would never think of, okay. or like even a person that I've never thought of in a really long time. And like, there's no way it's, that's not me where God just put that person in my mind or, or even just a conversation or just a reminder, like you need to talk to this person about this. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that. And it's just a thought. And I know that it didn't come from me because it, it keeps reoccurring too, like it won't go away. It's just there until it's gets done and then then it's done and it's good. And hopefully I did a good job. But I said what he needed me to say or do. Oh, I just think- I had so many weaknesses and I'm like, please just don't let myself get in the way. If I could just step aside and let that spirit be the the one speaking or Christ when I want him to walk with me every day and then the best part is at the end of the day when I check in and I'm like what we did today thank you so much and it's just like gratitude like just meet him just read. I saw you today and I just am just so grateful because I cannot do this without him I cannot even live my life without him he's my everything
0: wow. I just love it, Heather. I just admire it so much. It's just so beautiful.
1: And then you get people involved too, like your kids, right? If you're supposed to go serve someone and he tells you and you're like, hey, so God told me to do this. You want to come with me? You want to come with me? Or I'll even grab a friend. Like maybe some, maybe she needs to serve or He'll just tell me. I'm like, okay, who? Who do I invite? I got to do this with. Sometimes including others is key too, and you just keep asking, is there more? And he just yeah. lets you know.
0: Oh. Any examples where you've seen miracles in doing this?
1: Oh, I have seen so, so many miracles. And a lot of times, sometimes I'll get um a prompting to go do something and sometimes it doesn't always work out like even the way that I picture the way that I think and I'm like why did did, Heavenly Father tell me to do that that did not even go like how I planned or that was awful or how did I know sometimes I'm like I'm just trying and then all of a sudden I'll look back and I'll see I'm like oh that that's the reason I was supposed to be at that door at that time because then it made me think of that other neighbor which then I just go knocked on their door and we had just the most amazing conversation. And so I think sometimes you just have to know that it's messy, that it's not mm. going to work out perfect. Mm. It's going to just be, okay, this is just hopefully, this is where I'm supposed to be. And I love it when he's just, stay home and play with your kids. That's my favorite, that's my favorite <laughs> prompting. That's and I a can with- just with my kids. Yeah. That's- Like he really does know your responsibilities and what's on your plate. And he's in the details. If you'll just invite him, I promise you, he's only a little seat of faith and a prayer away. If you'll just get on his knees and ask, I promise you he will show up and he will, and you can walk with him every day.
0: That's so beautiful.
1: And I promise it's worth it to just set aside your agenda It was so hard for me at first to do that. It's been a hard practice to get into walking with him and setting aside my agenda of what I want to do. And I've had to practice it every day. And I'm really not, I can't even say I'm the best at it, but oh man, I sure try.
0: Amen. Amen. Any thoughts on letting go of your agenda? Because I'm a really... Hey, let's do X, Y,
1: Z. I'm a doer, right? If I don't get things accomplished on my list, I start to get depressed. Like, I didn't get anything done. That's how how it used to be until I realized I'm like, wait, if God knows the end from the beginning, right? If he can see things that I cannot see and I just can only see what's in front of me or my list of things to do and I don't even ask him. I just felt, man, that I'm so selfish to just want my agenda or what I want to do. And and I do things for me and I do some self-care. But he even tells me to do those things too. He's like, you know what? Today, you can just, you just need to rest. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to rest. And what can I do while I rest? Maybe I can just study some scriptures a little bit more about him or read read a really good talk on that someone else has given about him or i don't know sometimes he tells me to rest and i just follow try to follow he'll take care of you more than you will you better just trust in him and ask him first
0: yeah so true so true what a beautiful message heather I wanted to share a song, one of my favorite Christmas Christian songs. I guess it's not a Christmas song. It's a Christian song. It's called Nobody by Casting Crows. And this is how I feel and felt as I was trying to prepare for this podcast. When I heard this song, I was like, I just played this song like 10, 15 times in a row because I just kept listening to it. It it's, it's like this. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. You ever felt that? Then it goes on, all my life I've been told I belong at the end of the line with all the other not-quites, with all the never-get-it-rights, but it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time, because I'm just a nobody, but trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see nobody but Jesus. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. I'm just a nobody trying to tell everybody all about somebody who saved my soul. Ever since you rescued me, you gave my heart a song to sing. I'm living for the world to see, nobody but Jesus. What do you see in yourself in that song?
1: Just that whenever I mess up, and when I get caught, in Satan's snare, which we're all gonna do, right? Amen. Amen. That he is there to run to you, to oh. to ease your pain, to help you become clean. And I am just so grateful for his sacrifice that we can be clean because of him. He is my savior and my rescuer. And he is my best friend, and I love him with all my heart, and I'm so grateful for him. Amen. If I could just help anyone know about him, I'm going to try.
0: <laughs> Amen. And that's why I started this podcast, Heather. It's just, I don't, I feel like a nobody trying to tell somebody <laughs> about the Jesus who <laughs> saved me, but I feel this burning, wailing inside, this welling up of. A, I got to share and I got to teach. I just love your testimony today. Heather was so beautiful. I'm just thinking if there was somebody out there today who is struggling to find hope. Because I feel like Jesus is hope, but sometimes it's hard to find it when you're in that dark place and you're just like, I have no hope. And I don't know who's going to listen to this podcast, but I imagine somebody's going to be out there that's just, man, I need Jesus. I don't know where to start. What would be a final message for them?
1: I think the number one thing is to believe that he's there for you. And when you drop on your knees and you just say whatever prayer is in your heart, maybe it's I have no hope. Where are you? That you will know he is there for you and that he hears and answers your every prayer. And I promise you, he will answer yours.
0: That's so beautiful. And I just want to share that as well. I've had the privilege of going into places like the prison and teaching people and working with people and When I first went into the prison, Heather, I was scared to death because, like, I was worried for my safety, to be honest. And I get into this prison right here, Utah State Penitentiary, people. And I feel like Jesus' love for these. And I'm like, wait a minute. These are the castoffs that nobody wants. And we throw them in a prison because they're dangerous and i get in there and we have a prayer and i start teaching and this just flood of love comes for people who some might say they don't deserve god's love and i just felt it pouring out and it became one of my favorite places to go teach because i felt the savior's love so strongly for a group of people and so if a person's out there in this world and dark and lonely and hurting. Man, I just want you to know that Jesus Christ can reach through that dark. And I encourage you to open up your Bible or whatever scriptures you've got and seek Jesus. And I love your message about prayer, whatever it is. God, are you real? I love how you combine the two of prayer and scripture study. I really believe the two go together. Any thoughts on that? I just think. Prayer
1: is how we communicate with God and scriptures is his language, his letters, mm. his how he gives us answers and communicates back to us
0: mm. is
1: through his
0: Scriptures. It's not like we love being in dark places, but those hurting moments, I love how I can open up the scriptures and find his word speaking to me. Mm. I just love how I can do that. It's such a gift and such a blessing. After listening to you today, though, Heather, I really want to do a better job of saying, Here I am. Take me, Jesus, where can I help in your message today? Heavenly Father, help me. And to imagine walking with the Savior and listen for those impressions and those feelings of those unexpected names that might pop in my head or unexpected places to go. And I really want to do that. So I just want to thank you for shaping my life, Heather. Any final words you would like to say?
1: Just that God loves everyone and he loves you no matter what you've done.
0: Right there. And I you promise are you, loved.
1: Yep, <laughs> he will meet you where you are, wherever you are in your story. You just have to believe he will.
0: Such a beautiful message. To everybody out there, if you have a story about the Savior to share, I would love for you to email me. This is Jesus in my life at gmail.com. This is Jesus in my life at gmail.com. I'll put that in the show notes. I also want to give a shout out to Gabriel Heaton, Modern Grace Gallery on Etsy, who provided the art for this podcast. Thank you very much for joining us and encourage you to subscribe and follow us here. I will be hosting these and publishing once a week on Sundays. Most of all, I encourage you to walk with the Savior this week. Have a great day, everybody.